0: Hi, this is Vanessa Rubio. I play Carmen on Cobra Kai, and you are listening to Cobra Kai Companion.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion and I am Peter and I'm Tom and guess what Tom this time I know that we've had people return before so I'm not gonna ask you this time but we have Vanessa Rubio returning uh, for another interview just
2: an absolute delight to talk to you I mean such a such a nice person uh, and uh, I don't know what else to say she's just a great lady
1: yeah you know i i like it when uh, at least in my opinion I felt like she was comfortable speaking to us at at some a couple of points she had some good laughs with us used our names you know so i i felt it was very um you know like informal is that the right the right word like you know i i felt like we were all just t- just talking it was of v-
2: one of our more relaxed interviews i would say
1: yeah, yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, she shared some uh, pretty great stories, some uh, pretty awesome projects that are coming up as well. And she even shares one story that, I don't know about you, Tom, got me a little heated for her.
2: Uh, there, Yeah, yeah, there were definitely some uh, interesting tidbits in there.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm So um, this is our conversation.
0: Oh, hey, Tom. Hey, Peter. How you guys
2: doing? Oh, just got home from work,
1: so uh I'm doing better.
0: Yeah, I just walked in uh my door
2: as well. Excellent.
1: Yeah. And I'm kinda I, I just got off about half an hour ago, so we all just got off work pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, good to talk to you guys too. You guys uh do such good coverage of the show.
1: Oh wow, thank you. Well well thank you. Um, well, I, I wanna ask, how is Auntie Hood? How's your nephew?
0: Very good. Oh my gosh. It's it's so wonderful. And I know um you, Peter, you had a re- a baby as well recently, right?
1: I did. She's uh a little over four months now, eighteen weeks at this point.
0: Wow, yeah. So you know well, this is just like the magic
1: stage. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to baby Jaden if he's listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shout out to baby Penny Lou. is that her name?
1: Uh, Penny Lee, yeah, yeah, very close. Have you been spoiling him?
0: Oh my gosh, I mean, of course, every chance I get, you know, just seeing them learn and, and, you know, just the little things, learning to pick their head up and things like that, but they're just bundles of love, literally.
1: Yeah, yeah, they really are. Uh, what have you done since um, season two wrapped up of Cobra Kai?
0: Um, well, we wrapped up Traveling. Back, back in December. Uh, I traveled a bit. I spent some time in California because, um, you know, I'm based on the East Coast right now. But I, I went over there to see, you know, if me and California were a fit. And uh, it seems affirmative. It seemed we were a fit. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to make the move out there and um, see what's up.
2: Oh wow. Uh, best yeah, of luck. So to sort of Portland.
1: That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least we'll be on the same uh time zone.
1: Well, me anyway, Tom is on the uh he he's
2: Eastern time with yes, you. Yes, I am on the outreaches of the Eastern time zone, yes sir.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you are um uh returning in season two of Cobra Kai for you know, we obviously don't know anything about the writing process or anything like that. So with your character, do they have to reach out to you first and see if you are able to return before writing your part? How does that work?
0: Oh, um, no. You know, they it's – it's I don't know. It all kind of like, you know, loosely comes together. I think uh, at this okay. point, you know, everybody's pretty excited for this show. But, yeah, they do write me in and then, you know – see my availability for the dates and we work them out. And I'm not sure about the writing process either if they have it all penned out or if they change it as they go along. I have a feeling they all have it. they have the season penned out. But you know, with everything the shooting schedule is is set, but it's also very workable up in the air a little bit. <laughs>
2: that's kind of surprising. I always kind of figured that <laughs> uh, the schedule is the schedule. It's ironclad and nothing can change it. So it's actually really cool to see that they're uh, willing to accommodate people's individual needs.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I think you kind of have to, um, you know, I think they do such a great job of balancing, you know, the, the, all the stories, all the, the younger characters, the older characters. So, yeah, we just, you know, have to, have to ride along. But it's pretty set. Uh, it's pretty set the days. But, you know, sometimes here they are. You have to have some wiggle room to work.
1: Is it a thing where, you know, depending on your availability, they say, all right, so we have Vanessa for these days, let's try to do this scene and this scene? Is that is that something they do, too?
0: Yes, yes, that is something they do, too. Yeah.
2: Now, how soon in advance do you get a copy of the script? Uh, because, I, again, this is just uh, from an outsider's point of view. I, I kind of figure that they'll give you just enough time to get your lines down, or do they kind of let you pour through it all kind of let it soak in and then you begin the process.
0: I don't, uh, I think it's pretty, I can't say maybe about two weeks in advance. I'll get the script. Okay. Um, Which is enough time to, you know, let the line sink in and, and, you know, do your preparation. They did give me a heads up this time around, of course, about, you know, the big dream sequence. <laughs>
1: which I thought was
0: hilarious you know it was they first told me um you know the producers and the and the writers um and you know they're such great guys and and they told it to me kind of very nonchalantly um after we shot the first episode of the second season and I thought they were joking
1: you know I was
0: like (laughs) yeah I was like that's funny you guys are really funny I thought they were, like, pulling my leg. And then, you know, it took me a second to be like, oh, you're serious. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of the things I I always loved about this show is that it never fails to surprise, uh, at least myself as an audience member. What would you say that your biggest surprise was, both uh, as maybe an an audience member isn't the correct term, but uh, during your first read, as well as as an actor?
0: Oh, so you mean um, like filming it and then watching it at home? Yeah. I'm going to go with watching it at home first. I don't know. You know, I just, I'm surprised. I don't know just how well everything comes together, I guess. You know, like the music selection that they do, mm-hmm. I think is phenomenal. And and just, you know, all these different little scenes. Um, one of my favorite scenes this past season was uh, the scene between Johnny Lawrence's character and my on screen son's character, Sholo's character, when they're in the diner and uh, they're talking about, Johnny's talking to him about Robbie. Robbie's birth. And uh, I, th- I love that scene. You know, I love those, those, you know, very um, emotionally rich scenes, nuance. And then you have like the silliness of it, of the show. <laughs> 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 and the sort of like, Johnny's character still being stuck in the 80s so I just think that that it surprises me how well it just all comes together I guess filming it I'm honestly like this is gonna sound very like oh yeah high in the clouds or whatever but I'm just really thankful and surprised that everybody is very cool on set there's zero drama um at least from my perspective you know um and I I Think that I have a fairly easy job, <laughs> so that to me is like um, I'm always, thankfully, you know, surprised by that, and I, I hope it continues.
1: Now, the last time we spoke with you, you mentioned something about, um, um, I, I think, you know, there was some interaction like on the train or something. Somebody kind of recognized you. Uh, with the anticipation of the release of season two, was it any different for you at all in terms of uh, people recognizing you out and about?
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's um something I'm still getting used to. Um, there was, you know, of course, Instagram. I'm am ai a... I'm a big fan of Instagram, uh, in terms of social media choices. But yeah, there was, there's a lot of, (laughs) a lot of DMS of people I don't know, um, (laughs) you know, all very supportive, fairly tame and, you know, nothing that uh, is upsetting. So it's nice. And, and what's nice is that it's from all over the world, you know? Um, so it's nice to receive, you know, comments and, and things from people who are like, Oh, you know, Sending love from Argentina or India or wherever it is. So that's nice. Um, But I did get a a funny one the other day. I was walking in New York and then I checked my Instagram and somebody said, Hey, I just saw you on the street. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) strange.
1: (laughs) Did you duck and hide?
0: (laughs) No, I was home by then and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was me. (laughs)
2: Now, what would you say the most challenging part of the season was for yourself as an actor?
0: Um, hmm, maybe the, uh, the dream sequence and then also the, um, the dinner sequence, not, it wasn't challenging, but it was just different. You know, I mean, in those two, uh, Carmen is, you know, meeting essentially various other characters, you know, Mm -hmm. aside from her, her little, um, enclave there in Reseda. So that was really nice to you know the characters opening up and having to meet these new people and also be on this date. So I feel like that scene was a lot to coordinate, you know, for her. But not that it was it was fun, very fun. And then the dream sequence, of course, is is you know has to be handled in in a certain way. But um, it was just a lot of fun.
1: We got to see you do karate a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Very very rushed karate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thankfully, uh, you know, I had just learned those, those moves in that same day because oh, of wow. the time constraints for me. Um, because I'm not, you know, I don't live near a set, so I had to come in and learn it and then shoot it that day. But, you know, that's part of the the job.
2: No, I saw a Facebook post of yours where there was a deleted sequence in the dream scene. Uh, do you think you can shed any light on that or maybe any other deleted scenes that you were a part of?
0: Well, I wish it was deleted. We didn't even get to shoot it. Um, oh. Yeah, it was funny. The, the dream sequence was initially supposed to be longer and, you know, I think referenced the White Snake video of uh, that song, you know, with the car and, you know, gliding, gliding through in a car with the wind blowing and everything. So that green dress was supposed to be kind of a a callback to that video, um, but you know we just it was because of time constraints we got all dressed up and you know it's so nice to see the hair and makeup too they get very excited and wardrobe, but then just time constraints didn't allow us to shoot that that part so so we had to take it all off take all the makeup and all the all the nice wardrobe off but it was a, it made for a nice picture.
2: You got something out of
1: it then? Yeah. Was that the only one that didn't make it into the uh, dream sequence?
0: Yes, that was the only one.
2: Now, what about throughout uh, the the season? Were there any other uh, near misses that we don't know about yet?
0: No, not on my end. Okay. Not on not for my character.
1: Speaking of your character, Carmen, we definitely got uh, a lot more of her uh, this season and we find out a little bit more um about her past as well. I really like that very first episode where you are, uh, where Carmen is sitting with Johnny and she's talking about her observations, uh, I, I believe, of, of, of Mickey. You know, she's seeing like a certain look on his face, you know, the game face, as she calls it, or asks if that's what he calls it. Um, uh, how did you prepare? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, with uh, Carmen and and um, you know, the scenes that you have when you have these talks with Johnny, because there's an, there's another moment later on when he's drunk uh, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I think they're very uh, you know, smartly written. It's kind of like these everyday interactions that you would have with a neighbor, you know, building this this kind of um, familiarity. I wanted to, you know, I just kind of go back to who she is as a character, what I'm drawing from my, my um, life experiences and, and thinking, you know, she's the, the true objective beneath uh, the talk. You know, I think um, there's one way to take that's, those words and to, to be completely naive about it. But I don't think she's completely naive. You know, I think she, Carmen's pretty intelligent especially emotionally. So when she's asking him this, I, for me, it, it landed more truthfully to be like, you know, are you really looking out for my son? Like what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. but not in, an, in a, not in an aggressive way, saying I trust you, but you know, what, what's going on in this little area that I have some uh, doubts about.
1: Yeah, you you mentioned, you know, the the ex-husband and his rivals and stuff. So, you you know, Carmen has seen this before. So, I, I could definitely understand her concern. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, when you came back to set, was it like a mini reunion um being able to see Rose and Sholo and uh Billy again?
0: Absolutely. Um there's definitely a you know, excited feeling on set. It feels good to know that you're creating something that is um, that people like and that is working, you know, that as actors, as performers, that's really what you want. Um, So there's a there's a joy in that Um, this time around. I didn't get many scenes with uh, with Sholo uh, or or the younger ones. So, you know, we would see each other passing along and, and doing our different scenes and just, you know, of course, say hi and give hugs and everything. Uh, But this time around, I didn't really get to see them too much.
2: I I think uh, it would be fair to describe uh, the first season as a bit of a sleeper hit where it kind of came out of nowhere and took people by surprise and was just uh, massively received. Uh, What were the pressures like from one season versus the other, would you say? because? Now with season two, there was expectations, and as far as I'm concerned, right. you guys met it and then some. But were, yeah. was there oh, any pressure?
0: You. Um, you, I love that you described it as a sleeper hit. <laughs> oh. Um, it, I think it totally was. I don't, I don't think there was any pressure. If anything, everybody was pretty excited, me included. There was just more uh, excitement, I think more excitement and just like, what kind of craziness are we going to do now?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is, I'm glad to hear that because you always hear about, uh, you know, I'm I'm a classic rock fan. So you always hear about the struggle of the second album. So I'm I'm really, really happy to hear that that was not the case at all.
0: Yeah, no, uh, at least for me, it wasn't at least from what I, I felt and what I perceived. No, not at all. It's kind of like you're, more comfortable so you can create more stuff oh, awesome. more exciting stuff yeah
1: now one of um i think a lot of the fan favorite moments uh, in season two was probably probably the double date well not even a double date it ends up being that way um can you talk about uh you know shooting that because we saw a lot of um, photos of you guys, you know, like pretending to swig out of bottles and stuff like that. That's all very fun behind the scene images. If, if, you know, the listeners, if you guys haven't checked that out, go, go seek them out. They're pretty funny stuff. But what was shooting that like in sharing the scene with, uh, Courtney, Billy, and Ralph?
0: It was amazing. Uh, it was truly one of the, the funnest, uh, most fun scenes to shoot. Um, because, you know, there, I feel like when you have more, sorry, there's a dog barking outside, but, um, <laughs> I feel like when you have more actors, you have more like excitement and more things to play with. So that scene was incredibly fun. Actually, we, that was one of the times, um, that we got the giggles shooting it. And I, I really hope that they release like a blooper reel because there was a moment in there where we could not get our lines out because we were laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> it was, it was really funny. Um, and you know, everybody, put their best effort in all of the, the women who played the waitress and um, all the extras. There's an incredible amount of extras in that scene. And, and we were dancing salsa by the end, you know, so we were partying. We we're having a good time.
2: I'm glad that you uh, mentioned the dancing sequence because I already uh, had a chance to uh, send a question into uh, a live stream featuring uh, Mr. Zapka and Machio. So I might oh. as well ask you, Yeah. Who is the better dancer of the two?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: you put me in a tough position, Tom. Um, well, I mean, uh, Ralph has been on dancing with the stars, you know, come on. He broke out with the salsa. but I mean, that was part of the scene. It played well into the scene and Billy was just learning, you know? So I think it played well into the scene. Uh, but I do think there's, you know, there's different dynamics, the two of them. Uh, so Ralph, uh, Ralph is very smooth and debonair and uh, Billy is, is, you know, just doing the character, doing Johnny and just learning for the first time and kind of a little clumsy about it.
2: Yeah, I, I just adored that scene because it might have been. Uh, perhaps one of, uh, Johnny's most vulnerable moments in the entire series so far. And I just thought it was very well played, especially on your end where you were basically letting him know that it's going to be okay. I, th- I thought it was very well acted on everyone's part.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. That, you know, you might be, you might be right about that. Cause, uh, yeah, you're right. He, his character is like literally having to learn something from somebody else. And, uh. Yeah, he was pretty, character's pretty vulnerable in that scene. It's true.
1: Now, what was it like filming the hospital scene? Um, also, you know, we, we see Rose, I think, a few times as well. I know there was one moment where Johnny takes Carmen out. We see Rose, and then we see Rose again uh, at the hospital. Well, what was it like shooting that scene that day, it being such an emotional scene, too?
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of like, you know, relying back on all of the acting training and things that prepare you and sometimes you think you'll never use again. But, um, you know, that scene actually was was pretty, we just knocked it out pretty quickly. Um, I think due to the emotional intensity of it, you know, it's kind of like when something's that emotionally intense, at least for me as an actor, I'd r- rather just kind of like execute it in a way that's that's good and just get it done with
2: yeah i i can't imagine what it would be like as an actor having to you know perform those emotions and say those lines again and again and again so it, it you know i'd imagine it would probably be uh best overall just to get it out as quickly as possible
0: yeah and um john uh was was um directing that one and he's so wonderful and so um You know, for me, it was very easy to feel comfortable uh, with him, and of course with all the other actors on set. But um, yeah, it it was done pretty, pretty quickly, and pretty good, I thought. Uh, And then when I watched it, maybe this is another surprise. But I was like, you know, like with the context and everything, I was like, you know, Carmen should have punched him or something. (laughs) I was like, she should have gotten more angry.
2: Yeah, all things um, considered, she was uh oh, incredibly it. restrained.
0: Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a lot of restraint in that in that so I was like, ah, you know, next time, next time I'll be prepared.
1: Sure. She's I mean, she's emotionally exhausted at that point.
0: Yeah, I think so. And um in in any situation like that where a loved one is in danger, I think there's just so much so much going on that it's like, maybe Maybe Johnny was the least of her concerns, you
2: know. Understandably Mm so. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Now, you were saying that you only got the scripts maybe about two weeks before uh, you stepped on set, I'm assuming. I I believe. uh, So I don't think that this is going to be a spoiler question. But just as i I'm assuming, fan of the show, what would you want to see in the next season?
0: Wow. You know what? I really don't. No, I trust the writers a lot. Um, I think they're going to bring back, you know, a lot of characters that people are hoping that they'll bring back. Um, I think I would just like to see, I'd really like to see uh, Johnny Lawrence's character and, uh, and uh, Ralph Macchio's character come together and do something about Kreese once and for all.
2: That Mm -hmm. I, I think would be echoed by a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, I don't know, this is my perspective. I feel like we get those, we love the rivalry, but we also love when they come together and can see each other as not such bad
2: characters. Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, one moment in um, that uh, episode nine, I I don't think I hear often enough. I, I feel people have touched on it, you know, here and there, but... Nobody really talks about that moment where Johnny wishes the LaRussos a good night. You know, just just calling them the LaRussos and wishing them a, a, a good night is just one of those few moments where there's like that mutual respect there. You know, there's no rivalry at that point. Right. Both couples had a good night dancing, some drinking. And, you know, he didn't have to call them LaRussos. He could have not mentioned their name and... I don't know. That was a good, that was a great moment for me to hear that, for him to say their name in a good light. But yeah, it's, I guess it, it's like, uh, it's like blue balls a little bit. You know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Like they keep teasing us with some good moments. And then, and then we get the elevator scene in that same episode, right? Is it the same? Episode? No, no, that's the next episode. That's the, uh, the mm-hmm. finale. Yeah. But goodness. Yeah. And they're, they're both in the elevator. Nobody says a word to each other. And you, as the, as the audience member, you're just like, S- say something.
0: hmm Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, um, I guess, like a sibling fight, you know, where <laughs> you're, clo- you're close enough to be angry at each other and still in the same space and not say a word. But yeah, yeah, I agree.
2: So how badass was it riding in the Cobra Mobile? Right. <laughs> You know, what? it was
0: pretty badass, I have to say. I didn't ride in it too too long, but when we drove away, I was like, this is a dope-ass car. It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) We should go around the block.
1: (laughs) Hey, you got it. You might as well flaunt it.
0: Yeah, totally. It's a great
1: car. Actually, you know what, Uh, Tom, thank you for bringing that up because you and I, we questioned if Carmen would be okay with the way Johnny peels out of the parking lot. You know, with Miguel in the car. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? something Carmen is okay with?
0: <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I perceive Carmen as like, and I, that's why I adored that Mexican restaurant scene so much. Um, because I think she does have a good time. She is kind of like, you know, she has this past, um, relationship with a former bad boy, you know, Miguel's father. So I think she's, um, She's definitely, you know, changed by that and more intelligent in choosing men. But uh, she still likes to, you know, have a good time. And I think she's probably more comfortable, uh, would be more comfortable with Miguel not in the car (laughs) while that's happening. But at the same time, you know, having a cool older guy show her son, you know, some cool ways to be. I don't think that would be such a bad, that wouldn't be so frowned upon.
2: Uh, I can't imagine she was uh, scowling too much, uh, peeling out from the restaurant. So (laughs) what goes around comes around, right? (laughs) Yes. Well, I was going to say outside of Cobra Kai, what else are you working on? Uh, uh, You were modeling for a while. Uh, How is everything going on that front?
0: Pretty good. I think um, I haven't uh, sought it out too much. I I did work on a wonderful series that Dolly Parton is going to release um, for Netflix, and uh, I'll be in the third episode of that. So that's going to be released. Yeah, that's going to be released later this year. Um, And it's a really, you know, wonderful project where they take all of her songs. They take, you know, several of her probably most popular songs and create stories from them. So each episode has a new cast of characters, and it's essentially delving into the story of the song. So that was a really wonderful experience. And uh, the episode that I'm in is, happens to be a Western.
2: Oh, so, uh, now you're talking yeah. about language.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was a whole lot of fun. I mean, riding horses, learning how to shoot guns, old style guns, and working with some really terrific actors. So I'm excited to see that.
2: I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that one. That
1: sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yes, it totally is.
1: Yeah. Now, something that kind of scared me, I don't know how much you can talk about this. Um, uh, I saw a clip of you performing some sort of cult-type deal in Bloodbound. <laughs> now, <it> yeah. <laughs> It's available um on Amazon Prime for members. So I do I I can watch it, but I'm a little scared, you know, f- by horror movies. What can you tell us about that, you know, your role in that?
0: <laughs> you and me <laughs> both. I am not a fan of horror movies. Um that was that was a really early project, I guess in 2014. Uh that was an indie wow. film. Yeah, that we shot. And the lead in it is um, Josh Brolin's daughter, uh, Eden Brolin. And, you know, my character is pretty uh, like um, like a supporting side character of this uh, family of, of witches that uh, come down and have to perform this ritual. And um, so, yeah, filming it, it was kind of funny because we it felt like a camp because uh, we had to go up to upstate New York. We were all staying in the same these little cabins and filming in the area. So we had to stay up there for maybe about a month or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, it was nice because we built a nice uh, rapport with, with the people there. But then of course, you know, cause we're filming a, a scary movie. Everybody wants to scare each other around the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I was uh, pretty, Uh, You know, I I took my my protective stones with me and I would sage myself and everything, uh, you know, just for me, just for me personally, I I felt like I had to do that. And I was really happy I did. It kept me focused and it kept me um, grounded. And, uh, you know, just knowing that I was playing a character and that it's not real got me through it. And then I was just like, okay, you know, now we did this scary movie and then we finally saw the end product. And, um, I didn't really think it was that, you know, it's, it seems scarier, I think, in the clips. And then when you watch the whole movie, it's, it's really, it's more suspense rather than horror.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, again, (laughs) for for the (laughs) listeners, we'll, we'll see if I'm ever in the mood, you know, when it's uh, extremely (laughs) bright outside, you know, and there's about 50 people around me, um, now, Lucid, uh, I know a few months ago you guys had uh, a, a screening in New York. I remember, you know, sharing it uh, as well. Uh, how did that premiere go? Uh, well, I don't even know if it was a premiere. You know, was it just a, a screening?
0: Oh, it was a Yeah, it was a screening and a premiere. I think it's been premiered in, um, or screened, I'm sorry, in some different festivals. I think there's one in Mexico that it's being shown at. I haven't really kept too too much on top of it. Um, but it's a, it's an, you know, good, also a little indie short, uh, written by some, uh, written by a friend of mine and a fellow Latino New York actor, uh, Sam Gomez. Um, and you know, just kind of like one of those deals where you make a, a film with the people who have become your friends after being an actor for so long in, in the community. So, yeah, I hope I hope it gets, you know, uh, it can be released on uh, Prime or something so that everybody can see it.
1: Yeah, that that's one uh, I'm very interested in as well. I tried um, finding it myself and I keep finding this article about another Adam uh, Adam Gonzalez that like woke up and had amnesia and forgot that he was married and stuff like that. I was like, I don't think this is the right guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hopefully oh, I can check that out. I'll have to send you a out.
0: link. Yeah, I'll have to send you.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, excellent. Awesome. Now the system. Uh, It looks like an upcoming TV movie where you play an officer.
0: Yes, uh, more often than not, I'm. People want to see me as a cop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. Um, Yes, that was um, a very smartly put together um, sort of. I don't know what, exactly how to term it. It's like kind of a, a pilot, you know, uh, be, and it's being shopped around to different different um, outlets. And, um, oh, okay. Yes, and it was written by this guy who uh, did the sound on the Hudson Tribes. Um, so we knew each other from that. And um, he he had a personal experience where his son, who is biracial, you know, got stopped by the police and, and was basically, you know, a the the close encounter of police uh, discrimination and things like that. So he decided to write a pilot about it and about um, marijuana and about um, how, you know, the different perceptions about that and how such a, such a small time drug could just turn people's lives around because of, you know, who they are or they're not liked in their community or the color of their skin or so that is being shopped around and I'm excited to see if um you know what kind of future it holds.
1: Excellent. Mm. Yeah, we're always we're always looking for anything with, you know, the cast obviously. We want to uh, support everything that you guys are doing. Um Thank you. I know a lot of people went to go Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like Rose, you know, she was in the the, the new Godzilla movie and I know a lot of our group members went to go check that out. Um, we're always keeping an eye out, and I, I saw she was in the um, the pilot for New Amsterdam. You know, so we, yes, we, a lot I of saw us that. Got to watch that too.
0: Yeah, I saw that episode as well. She's excellent. I always tell her, I'm like Rose, you're killing it. She was like, you know, she filmed that <laughs> <laughs> movie Godzilla in uh, in Mexico, and then she did, She was also in. Um, She's also in some she's she's always filming something. She was in uh, some Jamie Foxx thing filming in New Orleans. And then um what? Yeah, yeah, she's you got to ask her.
1: <laughs> she's We well we know uh she's supposed to be playing Tom Hardy's mom, you know, in like a What? I don't remember if it was Al Capone. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 She, she she apparently speaks Italian oh, right. in, in that movie, well, maybe, so. maybe that. Yeah, was movie
0: she was filming in New Orleans.
2: I know that uh, Hmm. it's uh, Capone, uh, and I know it's uh,
1: being directed by Josh Trank of all people. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye. She
0: is always filming something really excellent. Uh, What else did was she in that? I went to go see. Oh, now I forgot the name. Um, Downsizing. Yes, downsizing, downsizing. She talked about
1: that too. Yeah. Yeah, then I'm like, oh, there's there's
0: Rose again.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, she is everywhere. We definitely want to talk to her again. Um, She recently tweeted at me and she said she was going to check out my review of Always Be My Maybe uh, because apparently she likes Randall Park. And I'm like, oh, yes, please, thank you. You know, so, um, so yeah, Rose is very much uh, tweeting or or on Twitter, rather, you know, tweeting uh, with us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got to. I got to up my Twitter game. I see what you're saying, Peter. I see what you're saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Instagram is fine. <laughs> you comment back on Instagram. Yeah, that's that's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> What is one thing you would like to see Carmen do in, in Cobra Kai? I, I know, uh, Tom asked maybe predictions or what have you for, for season three. You got to do a dream sequence. You got to do a, a double date, you know, with Billy and Ralph. Is there something that you would like to see Carmen do? Uh, does it have to be season three, but before the season is over, I guess, or not, not the season, but the series?
0: Yeah. Um, I'd love to see her fight. Oh, I love yeah. to see, yeah, right. I think she'd kick some serious ass if anybody, you know, threatened uh, her son or, I or her mother. Her. Yeah, right.
1: You know, so something where like Miguel's like, "Here, mom, let me just show you one move," and it's a cute scene, and then it comes back at some point where she actually uses that move.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, that's I actually don't... a
1: pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, could well, see that you. playing hey. out
2: on screen. Hey, hey big three. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I definitely would like to, I mean, this is, this is me just having fun here, but I would like to see somehow a resolution of the past, you know, father of Miguel, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would like to have her, you know, have a happy ending, you know, find love, find a, a happy ending.
2: Right. I just want to see more scenes uh, between her and Amanda because I've said it since the first time I watched the show. They're the two smartest characters in the entire series.
0: I am so happy mm-hmm. you said that because I totally agree. And I am very grateful that, um, you know, the writers are writing these characters, the older older female characters, as not enemies or not. They're working together, you know. Well,
2: not they just like that. Uh, I, I like the fact that they aren't passive because you see so many of these uh, movies and TV shows where they're supporting characters in every sense of the word. I really like the fact that the mothers are really almost the, the, I don't want to say the catalyst, but definitely they're influencing the action to a great degree.
0: I totally agree with you. I think that's one of my favorite parts of the show. You know, um, there was a point, you know, when uh, the scene when Billy's character is drunk and then she's talking to him and kind of giving him um, some advice, you know, I was jokingly kind of like saying to the, to the guys, um, to the directors, I was like, you know, this is kind of nice. that so She's like his Mr. Miyagi. And it's, it's, mm. it's kind of true. You know, she yeah. kind of gives him some advice and to have him echo it later and try to get in line with certain ideals. Um, I think it's, it's a uh, very smartly done in that way, I couldn't agree with you more that um, I really appreciate that the women are not passive, that they're like, no, I'm the mother, you know, <laughs> this is kind of a big deal.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Yeah. I, I love the <laughs> eyebrows in, in the restaurant. Yeah, Right. Um, yeah, I I would like to see, it doesn't even have to be a resolution, but be, because Miguel's father is brought up on numerous occasions, I, I would like to kind of see... I don't know if I want a backstory, but something about that probably more so, so people can stop saying, "Oh, this is his dad," or "This right, is his right. dad."
0: Yeah, I'm aware of all the the theories that are going around about the dad.
1: Are you being tagged in all the uh, all no, the or something?
0: no? I try not to follow too much, but um, some friends tell me, uh, oh. so. so, yeah, but I think it would be a, also a resolution for Miguel too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be interesting.
2: Well, it'd be kind of interesting to see uh, Johnny's reaction. I mean, look at what he did to the creep that was two-timing her after a couple of days.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I know, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty intense stuff.
2: Now, uh, what kind of souvenirs have you gotten uh, from the productions of uh, your various projects? I- I've always been curious about that.
0: Um, Not too many, honestly. Um. Not too many. Everything is, you know, kind of like, owned by uh, production and everything's accounted for. Um, let me see. I mean, it, you know, everybody gets a jacket. Oh, God, the jacket, the jacket was a story, actually, because I I wanted a jacket and then they didn't have any. So I had to, you know, <laughs> nail down this, this producer, uh, Dougie. Hey, what up, Dougie? Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, and he got, got me a jacket and made sure it was mailed to me, but, um, you know, I don't live in a bad, a bad area or building at all, but, um, it, it got stolen when it was sent to me.
2: Oh no. Oh no!
0: Yeah. And I, it was like the box was opened and then the person just left the box there in front of my door. And I was like, Oh man, not only did you just take the jacket, you just left me with the box, like to make me aware of it. That's um, terrible. He's yeah, a looter so was... and a litterer. What a jerk. <laughs> yes, I know. And I was like, wow. You know, it kind of made me think. I was like, well, I wonder if he's a Cobra Kai fan. And, you know, they just like saw it and was couldn't resist. Um, so he had to send me another one. Thanks again, Dougie. He sent me another one. And uh, I finally got my jacket. But, Yeah. There's somebody out there with a, with an illegal Cobra Kai jacket. I was going
1: to say, I should scour eBay right. right now. Yeah. Yeah, what a jerk. Now, I don't believe we've seen you in said jacket. Have you not <laughs> uh, posted any pictures?
0: No, I haven't. I'm pretty sure
1: I have not seen it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we're always looking for show artwork, <laughs> hint, hint.
0: <laughs> yeah i see what you guys are saying okay I have, to, <laughs> I have to up my twitter game gotta post some cobra kai stuff okay. i got you okay
1: <laughs> not at all uh but that's that's awesome of uh mr dougie cash they're sending you a second jacket but uh ho- hopefully you know i believe in karma so whoever stole that jacket i hope they get theirs you know maybe they'll get beat up in an alley while taking a leak or something
0: yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as we get ready to wrap up, anything else you want to throw out for the listeners to keep an eye out on? You mentioned the, um, you know, the uh, the Dolly Parton project there on Netflix.
0: Yes. Yeah. Keep an eye out for the Dolly Parton project. It is um, guaranteed to be amazing. Um,
1: what, what is it called, by the way? I, I don't have it. I
0: believe it. it's called Heartstrings.
2: Oh, great name for a, a show like that!
0: Yeah, that may change, um, as so often happens. But I mean, they just got a uh, they gathered really such stellar cast, and Dolly, Dolly's in it, so you don't want to miss it.
1: Yeah, Did you, you yeah. guys work nine to five, right? Bad, bad I, job. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: We 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 worked over those uh, hours, but yeah, ninety five played played a role.
1: <laughs> okay, I bet. Yeah, I'm face palming here because you was... can't cut that out.
0: You can't cut that out.
1: No, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. <laughs> and that concludes our conversation with Miss Vanessa Rubio. So I wanted to thank her again for coming back on the show to uh, share some insights on uh, some of those fun scenes that we got to see Carmen do.
2: Yeah, then uh it just I thought she gave a really interesting uh insider's view of how everything kind of comes together at least from the point of view of an actor. I I, I thought that was tremendous in the sight.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um obviously we can uh talk to them forever and uh you know it, it's it, it is very interesting that um you know she uh, also, I had a, a bigger part in season two and learning that, oh, right, you know, she is from New York. So the things that she has to do, it's even more um, abbreviated, I guess, you know, so she doesn't get a chance to work on her choreography, whether it's dancing or like the little bit of fighting in the dream sequence. So everything she has to learn is like right there on the spot, you know, minutes to prep for and and then execute.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, uh, it's definitely, like I said, it's great to see the craft uh, maybe explained to you from an insider, I think, is the best way to phrase uh, how I kind of saw all of that.
1: Yeah. You, you know, I, I guess why I like hearing stuff like this, because... I think too often we see on social media, people are like, oh, what's taking so long? You know, they should have had this written already and they should be shooting. Like, no, there's a lot of moving parts. Exactly. People live all around the world, you know. And so hearing a story like this, I think hopefully it puts in perspective, you know, for those that maybe uh, weren't privy, you know, to to, – you know, the, the filming culture and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Obviously, you and I, we we still know very little. And we've talked to a lot of the, you know, the people that uh, work on Cobra Kai as well. But, oh, man. Yeah, I, I definitely love hearing uh, the behind the scenes. I, one thing, like, uh, she, she mentioned, like, during the restaurant scene that they had a lot of, like, retakes. I, I can't wait for if and when, you know, this blooper reel will ever come out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean it'd be a a gold mine if uh YouTube wants to monetize that video for advertisers, I guarantee it would rack up millions of views.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So there we have it, uh listeners. So, uh, you know, we got that Dolly uh Parton project called Heartstrings. Heartstrings, that's what it was. Yes. And um and then, so we get to see her in in a western and then that TV movie, I, I guess it's like a pilot they're shopping it around right
2: now uh it sounds like a really interesting project uh and mm-hmm. it sounds like uh she's gonna be keeping herself fairly busy in the next uh or at least for the foreseeable future so good for her, yeah
1: yeah, I, I wouldn't say so, yeah, absolutely you know it, and um you know we we always ask those things because we know that you know when when you're not watching Cobra Kai, I'm sure you would like to see. You know, the actors in other things as well. because um, I know I do. So, uh, and th- that's why at some point we're going to go and, uh, review some of these movies that they have been in, uh, you know, on, on our show. We you still got to so talk about just one of the guys, sir. Just one of the guys. Uh, Crossroads, I guess, is also another uh, favorite of a lot of people with Ralph mm-hmm. Macchio in it. Yep. Uh, but yes, absolutely. But first and foremost, I think we should start with most at some point. Oh! Oh! Yes! 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 Absolutely! Yes! Yeah. So I, I think that'd be a good, good one to start with after we're done with, um you no know, with, with all of our episode reviews, at least. So, um, yep, that's gonna uh, do it. Again, thanks to uh, Vanessa Rubio for coming on the show. Uh, Tom, do you do anything else uh, not Cobra Kai related? As a matter of fact, I'm uh, the co-host of a
2: show called Jake and Tom Conquer the World. Uh, it's a show. Get out of here! Yeah, yeah. It's a sh- it's a show about uh, two guys named Jake and Tom. Coincidentally enough, uh, we'll talk about anything from, uh, oh, geez, comic books to movies, drinking beer, drinking beer to uh, how we would abuse uh, the power of time travel if we ever had our hands on it. Uh, We just released uh, our first new episode in a couple months, uh, not too
1: long ago, and keep an eye out for a very special Father's Day episode. And that might already be out, um, depending when you guys hear this, uh, but also something I'm excited about, Tom, you, you told me that you guys are going to be uh, reviewing uh, some movies here and there as Yeah, well.
2: yeah. Uh, the goal is to find movies that Jake and I both liked as kids, but haven't watched since we were kids, just to kind of see if they do or do not hold up.
1: Uh-huh, kind of like when I invited you on to talk about Karate Kid.
2: You may have uh, sparked an idea or two there. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, I wasn't trying to you
2: oh, know, no, no, shade no. you credit, or anything. Credit like, what no, no, credit's do. Just, Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. In an fact, example, uh, Jake and I are already planning on figuring out a movie that uh, we would want to talk to you about.
1: Okay. Well, I'm all ears. Uh, speaking of movies, I do one myself, uh, a retro movie review podcast called Podstalgic. Uh, during our conversation with Vanessa, I mentioned that, yeah, yeah, you know, Rose Bianco, she, uh, was going to check out my review of Always Be My Maybe. So we do some new releases here and there as well. That's at Podstalgic on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, for Cobra Kai Companion, we're also at Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter and Cobra Kai Podcast on Instagram. A little confusing, but we're there. Um, We mentioned the group page, I think, in the conversation as well. If you guys want to join our group, just search on Facebook c o m slash Companion Podcast. And you spell out the words period and slash. The spelling is also in the show notes. So if you guys want to join, check the show notes. It's in there. So um, I think yeah i think that's gonna do it uh for this episode and uh, well, i guess we'll talk to you guys next time all right see ya Thank you for
2: listening to the Cortemp Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortemp Arts shows, visit cortemparts.com.
0: Hmm. All right. Putting it down for the cross country.
1: There you go. All right. Uh, no. I, I know you like the outdoors. Portland has a lot of hiking sites.
0: Yes, I do love the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> so you, and I actually uh, do have a friend in Portland who I've been wanting to visit.
1: Oh, oh excellent. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's um I don't know her name yet and I I eventually want to reach out to her but the the lady that plays um Eli's mom she's in Portland right now. I like, I think she's visiting visiting a friend. I, I, you know, I saw her posted in, on Instagram on her stories and stuff. I'm like, "Oh damn, she's in." I was like, "Hey, I'm from Portland." But I am like, "Ah, she doesn't know who I am yet."
0: Uh so, I'm sure her. she'd love to hear from yeah. you.
1: Yeah, we'll, well, well, she has a really good scene with um, Jacob Bertrand, who uh, delivers a very emotional performance, too.
0: I know, so, that, that was like, pretty heartbreaking. That. Yeah, that scene was mm-hmm. pretty heartbreaking, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, everybody had their moments this season. Gosh, it's just one of our listeners tweeted out that picture of Ralph and Billy in the elevator. And then I retweeted and said, everybody, after watching season two, <laughs> Cobra <Kai>, Guy <laughs>
0: And then Ooh. you felt that way, yeah. It's true. That last episode was something I, and um, it wasn't. No, it wasn't just me. But every single time I would read the script, the full script of that last episode, I was just in tears. And mm-hmm. um, I I would say that yeah. to to the writers, and um, they were like, yeah, everybody's been saying that, <laughs> like, yeah, because we all love Miggy, <laughs> you know.
1: It, it's hard. It is really hard. You know, I've I've um I've only seen. The finale one time and that's the, the very first time it aired it's just because it's so hard and i know that uh eventually i'll i will have to watch a few more times when we do that review uh, but yeah i can't put myself through that to keep watching that over and over so i'll, I'll watch one through nine no problem
0: yeah you just uh because before that it's pure fun right it's like a lot of fun right. the fight is so much fun and then that last part is just like oh